From the Drake Realty Studio, welcome to the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Today is Thursday, February 15th, and happy 69th birthday to Simpson creator Matt Gronig. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are the stories Cobb is talking about, presented by Credit Union of Georgia. Technical issues with Fairbox distort Cobblink's ridership and revenue data. Cobb County to launch innovative transit pilot program in South Cobb. Cobb Commissioner challenges Chairwoman's funding proposals amid trust issues. Plus, Bruce Jenkins sits down with Leah McGrath from Ingalls Markets to discuss microwave meals. All this and more is coming up on the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. And if you're looking for community news, we encourage you to listen and subscribe. Life's a constant hustle. In a credit union of Georgia, our focus is crystal clear. It's all about you. Juggling a million things? We get it. That's why we're committed to providing the best service imaginable. We're not just your credit union. We're your financial allies. Knowledge is our power. From crafting basic budget plans to navigating the local home buying scene. Questions popping up? We've got you covered with fast, friendly answers. Because we want you to spend more time living your life. Imagine a financial institution that truly cares. That's Credit Union of Georgia inviting you to join us. If you live, work in Bartow, Cherokee, Cobb, Dawson, Paulden, Pickens, or Union County, we want you as a member of Credit Union of Georgia family. Because here, you're not just a member, you're part of a community that cares. Ready to experience banking that revolves around you? Call us at 678-486-1111 or visit cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, your financial journey, our priority. Activists and Cobb County bus drivers have raised concerns about the reliability of the county's bus system ridership data due to faulty fare boxes. Local transit advocate Matt Stiegel and Reverend Jeff Jones have voiced their skepticism, supported by four Cobblink drivers who confirmed the existence of these technical problems. In response to these issues, the Cobb Department of Transportation is set to request a $1.3 million budget allocation for the replacement of the malfunctioning fare boxes. This move acknowledges the technical issues that have been causing data inaccuracies. The timing of these developments coincides with an upcoming vote in Cobb County on November 5th The vote will decide on a proposed 30-year 1% sales tax designed to fund future transit projects. However, there are ongoing concerns about the current ridership numbers and the financial sustainability of these projects. Bus drivers have reported increased stress levels due to the faulty equipment, which has also led to additional distractions as they're forced to manually count passengers. To address these concerns and improve data accuracy, Cobb DOT Director Drew Raisler plans to seek approval for the fare box replacement from the county commission by April 9th. The Cobb Board of Commissioners has greenlighted an initiative to fund a two-year pilot microtransit program in the southern region of Cobb County. With an approved budget of nearly $3.5 million, the program is designed to boost localized on-demand transit services. Primarily funded through state and federal grants, the county will be responsible for covering 30% of the total cost. The microtransit program aims to provide curb-to-curb service, connecting riders to other transit services within Cobb County and extending to Atlanta. This initiative is part of a broader plan, the Mobility Special Purpose Local Option Sales Tax, or MSPLOST, which proposes funding for significant transit improvements. These include the addition of 108 miles of bus rapid transit and arterial rapid transit routes. 
Despite facing opposition from several commissioners, the microtransit program ultimately received approval. Funding for a potential third year of the program is currently being reviewed by Coblink and the Atlanta Region Transit Link Authority. During a recent Cobb Board of Commissioners meeting, a heated debate arose between Chairwoman Lisa Cupid and Commissioner Kelly Gambrell. The dispute centered around Cupid's proposal to shift $200,000 from her contingency fund to the county's operational budget. The move, which was ultimately passed with a 4-1 to vote, is intended to finance policy research and other related expenses. Gamble accused Cupid of lacking transparency in her actions, raising specific concerns about the expenditure on the Cupid Loves Cobb Tour. This initiative, led by Cupid, aims to spotlight local businesses. In response to Gamble's criticism, Cupid defended the tour as a valuable community event. The exchange emphasized the deepening divisions within the commission. During an hour-long debate, both Cupid and Gamble exchanged personal barbs, highlighting the ongoing tensions. We have opportunities for sponsors to get great engagement on these shows. Call 770-799-6810 for more info. We'll be right back. Hey there, Cobb County. This is Glenn Drake, your trusted real estate expert for over 30 years. At Drake Realty, we've been helping families find their dream homes and investors make savvy choices since 1990. With a team of over 700 dedicated agents, we've got your back every step of the way. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing in the Atlanta market, we've got the experience and local knowledge you need. Our commitment to you goes beyond the deal. We're here to build lasting relationships and ensure your real estate journey is smooth and successful. So when you're ready to make your next move, choose Drake Realty. Call us at 770-565-2044 or visit our website at drakerealty.com. Let's make your real estate dreams a reality. Cobb County Elections Director Tate Fall recently received approval from the Board of Commissioners to establish distinct absentee and registration divisions within her department. This structural change is intended to ease the workload on staff during election periods. To support the reorganization, Fall requested funding for three new full-time positions, a division manager, a communications specialist, and a GIS analyst. However, Commissioner Kelly Gamble expressed reservations about the approval process. Fall underscored the importance of these new roles in ensuring effective voter service and enhancing the organizational structure of the department. The division manager will be responsible for overseeing aspects of election operations, which will enable better focus and efficiency. The University System of Georgia's Board of Regents has given the green light to Kennesaw State University to launch a Master of Science in Artificial Intelligence degree program. Set to begin in fall 2024, KSU becomes the second institution in the state to offer a master's degree in AI, aiming to cater to the growing demand for professionals in this field. This interdisciplinary program will be based in the College of Computing and Software Engineering and will build upon the existing AI concentration within the Computer Science Department. KSU President Kathy Schweig emphasized that the program is designed to prepare the next generation of AI leaders and address the changing needs of the workforce. The MSAI curriculum will provide an integrated approach to computer science, data science, IT, and software engineering, preparing students for a wide range of roles within the AI sector. Graduates of this program will be well-positioned to enter a field that's projected to have a substantial impact on the global economy by 2030. The program places a strong emphasis on practical experience, offering internships and collaborative projects to equip students with the skills necessary to handle real-world AI challenges. And now here's Bruce Jenkins' conversation with Leah McGrath from Ingalls Markets to discuss microwave meals. 
Hi, I'm Leah McGrath. I'm the registered dietitian, the corporate dietitian for Ingalls Markets. I'm here to answer your questions about food, nutrition, and health. You can find me on the Ingalls website at ingalls-markets.com and click on the wellness tab. You can also find me on Twitter as Ingalls Dietitian with two T's, and you can find me on Facebook as Leah McGrath Dietitian. So today, once again, I'm answering some of your questions about food, nutrition, and health. All right, uh, Leah, we get this email in from Phil, and he's concerned about his mother, who's 80 and lives alone. And he's asking, is it okay for her to microwave meals, or is that a bad choice for her? So kind of what I'm thinking about here, is he concerned about the safety, or is he concerned about, like, sodium in these microwave meals? Yeah, you know, um, his question was actually, you know, that he has an 80-year-old mother who lives independently, who is generally pretty healthy, but there are some days, you know, that she doesn't feel great and may not have a lot of energy, and he wanted some ideas on what she should have on days where maybe she doesn't feel like cooking or preparing food for herself which can be kind of a chore. Even if you're not 80 years old, it can be kind of a chore. So frozen meals, and you do, like you mentioned, want to look for ones that may be lower in sodium or something she could just, you know, peel back the lid, pop in the microwave, and she's got a full meal that's more of a balanced meal that doesn't take a lot of time or effort to prepare if you're not feeling like you have a lot of energy. Some other things to keep around, or make sure you're an elderly parent or a friend or a neighbor might have on those kind of days where they don't feel great, maybe a meal replacement beverage like an Ensure or a Boost, maybe some canned fruit, canned vegetables, canned meats like canned tuna so that they could make themselves maybe a, a really easy meal or snack, maybe some what do we call UHT or shelf-stable milk that come in little individual pouches. So you just want things that they can very easily pull out of the pantry or the or the freezer and prepare for themselves without having to spend a lot of time on their feet, having to do a lot of prep work, but they still are getting the nutrition that they really need instead of basically not eating or maybe just snacking on something that doesn't have a lot of nutritional value. Well, thanks for your time today and for listening to the Ask Leah segment. If you have nutrition questions, be sure and go to the Ingalls website at ingalls-markets.com. Click on the wellness tab and you can also find me on Twitter, Ingalls Dietitian with two T's, on Facebook as Leah McGrath Dietitian. Send me your questions about food, nutrition and health and we'll get them answered for you. Hi, this is Leah McGrath, your Ingalls Dietitian with a nutrition tip. Many times when we're trying to eat healthier, we think about what foods to remove from our diet, like high fat foods and foods and beverages that are high in sugar. But we should also be thinking about what to add to our diets, like fruits and vegetables and drinking more water. Thanks again for hanging out with us on today's Marietta Daily Journal podcast. If you enjoy these shows, we encourage you to check out our other offerings like the Cherokee Tribune Ledger podcast, the Gwinnett Daily Post, or the community podcast for Rockdale, Newton, and Morgan counties. Read more about all of our stories and get other great content at mdjonline.com. 
Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Giving you important news about our community and telling great stories are what we do. Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. You can add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or Google Home Briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of the BG Ad Group, all rights reserved.